This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Machine Learning, How the World Works. I want to talk about 300 exoplanets and climbing. Life needs water, building blocks, and energy sources. 300 exoplanets have been discovered. Most are super giant planets. Berkeley is the leader in discovering exoplanets. Photosynthesis can create great um, variety, can vary greatly depending on the UV light. Liquid water is a prerequisite to life. Show me the water, show me life. Water allows chemical reactions to occur that produces life. So if you look at the evolutionary virus, per se, it says that water existed, and then in the water there were chemicals, and then there were lightning, and then the lightning randomly caused a chemical to form a amino acid, and, and then the amino acid formed a protein, and protein then formed uh, organs and, and higher-functioning organisms by slow adaption. But if you if you're just looking at the definition of what is required for life on a planet, it is water. So photosynthesis can vary greatly depending on the UV light. So it has to have a UV light source. Um, light is then broken up by a prism through the water. Light from the planet can be broken up into water, uh, nitrogen, and oxygen can be detected from the light source. So that's how they're determining that it's an exoplanet uh, exo is that there's a signature for water, nitrogen, oxygen. So you can put this into a machine learning algorithm like they did at Caltech and then search the known universe for exoplanets. And so I'm, I'm assuming that uh, as a result of AI that there will be more exoplanets discovered. In the book called Rare Earth, uh, tectonic plates recycled the elements. So it recycled carbon dioxide, which created a warming effect, which kept the atmosphere at a temperature that could sustain life. Um, so tectonic plates were important for CO2 recycling. Jupiter's gravity is so powerful that it would crush or repel comets and asteroids in space. Uh, it makes it possible for Earth to exist because uh, the Jupiter is kind of like the super guardian. It, it knocks and crushes all these uh, comets that could hit the Earth and destroy life. The galactic habitable zone is a position away from the neutron stars, deadly gamma ray bursts, and black holes. So we, again, this high probability <clears throat> of being in an area where we can sustain life is very important. If we were near a black hole, uh, the gravitational forces of the black hole would, would uh, disrupt 
the normal balance that we would have if we had a if we were near a make um, a magnus star and it burst the gamma ray rays would be produced um, the same amount of production that a hundred thousand years of the sun produced in one moment and it would be too much and we would die and so there's just uh, amazing probabilities that make life sustainable on earth if we we were one percent closer to the sun would be too hot one percent away from the sun we were too cold so uh, we're very fortunate to be exactly where we are uh, in position to the sun um, there's a transition method of finding a planet using the amount of light blocked as it travels in front of the star to determine the position of the planet so what what that means is that as the planet moves in front of the star then there's some light blockage it creates a shadow and then there's an indication that there's a planet there and then they can calculate by the angular um, uh, wobbles in the movement of that planet how far it is away from the sun and then based on calculations of how much energy is being produced by that sun determine if it is in the what they call the Goldilocks region which is uh, an area sustainable by for life the radio velocity method watches the gravitational tug of a planet that is affecting the star and astronomers have found about a hundred of the exoplanets that way an exoplanet needs heavy metals and an inhabitable zone a habitable planet cannot have a mass of 10 times that of Earth. It'd just be too heavy for uh, bipedal creatures to move around or even any organic creatures to move about around if it had 10 times the mass of the Earth. Most exoplanets are gas giants. Pegasus B races around its sun in four days, much closer to its sun than Jupiter. Trace 4 is 1.5 times the size of Jupiter but only has three-fourths the mass of Jupiter and an orbit of 3.5 days. Galissa 581c is a super-Earth with 5.5 mass of the Earth. It could be a super-Venus with temperatures of 600 degrees. 600 degrees is way too hot for organic life. Galissa 580d is cold. HD 69830d is 17 times the mass of the earth 42 light years from earth and possibly the temperature of the earth so it's it's the right temperature possibly but the mass is too great and any organic creature that could survive on that would be like hercules strength